You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to the 274th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast, almost a quarter of the way to a thousand wonderful episodes. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt, beautiful Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts. Tim, I felt a pang of... <laughs> The number 1,000, just a fear. I don't know if it was, I'm not sure what the emotion was, but it was something and it was painful. I'm a little worried about if we actually make 1,000 episodes of this podcast. We've been at it for five years. That would be the 20-year anniversary of the Slow Ride podcast. And I'm willing to bet (laughs) at that point, the thousands of listeners that we have picked up would be like, eh, they talk about the same thing. For the last 20 years. <laughs> How wow. many times can they hear about the Durand Road Race of 2004? <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> that, that doesn't I'm, exist anymore. I think it'll be interesting to see how much our stories change. I mean, by the time we That's hit 1,000, we'll probably start crediting wins to ourselves. Well, I mean, I th- we've been talking pretty much about bikes, bike racing, you know, this podcast since we were couriers at the Dunn Brothers in Minneapolis in 2002. Yeah. So we're already well on our way to the 20 years. We're going to be 40 years into this by the time. <laughs> well, the Dunn Brothers doesn't exist either. So I guess mm. all things uh, come full circle there. Well, you guys, I <laughs> totally. have to admit, did an okay job on the email mailbag episode last week. It was fun to listen to when I was across the pond. Um, so n- not too much bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> mm, thanks thanks for that faint praise but i want to yeah. say that Uh-oh. i was thrilled that you guys did not answer the one email that has been really grinding my gears for about the last i don't know three weeks i think we got, or two weeks ago we got this mm, really got stuck in your craw huh? this one's really this yeah one. this one comes to us from florian abrahamson in lovely Pensacola, Florida, the home of Sluggos and Stephen Hyde, very underrated city. They also have the Blue Angels. Hi, Slow Red. Browsing on the internet, I found this picture of some three-quarter bib shorts. Why? Who actually uses these? <laughs> so basically, someone chooses these because they are cold, but need some cooling on two centimeters of their shins. WTF. Mm-hmm. Also, knee warmers are stupid, too. Shorts and leg warmers... <laughs> It gets colder. Thermal shorts and leg warmers when it's even colder. Thanks, Slow Ride. Florian, you really just know how to go. One, the best and most important piece of cycling apparel are the knee warmers. Well, sorry. (laughs) Bib shorts and jersey are also very important, but (laughs) those should just be assumed. Clarify that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Knee, but you would rank knee warmers third? Yes. 
If it if you'd it's rank ever... knee warmers above arm warmers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hands down. Are you kidding? Are you okay. telling yeah. me you would ride around okay. with knee warmers on but no arm warmers on? Little guy. Tim, that's a fashion faux pas. No. What are you, Chris Froome? No. Little no. Guy. No. I, I'm on Team Tim with this, little guy. If it is... Uh, arm warmers shouldn't even exist. You, yeah. you should warmers? have a long sleeve jersey or you should have a short sleeve jersey. And yeah. those are your options. Arm warmers are, are no. just this for indecisive people. Little guy. Look at okay. But knee warmers, why don't you wait? wait there are wait. rules, knee little guy. Let me tell you the rules. Indecisive people. Let me tell you the rules. No, let's ready? the rules. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm ready. <laughs> and, but I got, wait, hold on. I got a pen. I got a pen. Okay. Up. All right. If it's ever below 65 degrees Fahrenheit, I don't even know what that is uh, for Celsius for our two uh, European 60. listeners. 65 degrees. If it's below that, you got to be wearing knee warmers. Those are the rules. going to come back? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty sure is his internet. <laughs> All signs point to yes. This is my magic eight ball. <laughs> I got my note here. Now minus 60 and 65 is my note here. I'm just yeah, waiting here. I wonder if he's still talking to himself. <laughs> I hope not. Like his glorious rant is just. Uh, I hope he started lost. like a five minute rant, and after five minutes, he'll stop and <laughs> realize. What's, what's good though is that it will be recorded on his thing, and I can decide which one, take that's, one or take two, is better, and use that true. one. Oh, okay. Well, I was, yeah, I thought he'd come back by now. He does. Must have a real good rant going. Hey guys, I'm back. I don't even know where I was. I was so angry about this conversation about knee warmers. I'm going to tell you right now. Spencer, have fun editing this one back in. Uh, they are yeah. 65 degrees or below. You better be wearing knee warmers. An old timer once okay. told me that. And I've <laughs> yep, listened to it. I heard yeah. that too. And I'm just going to tell you right now, Spencer, for the two minutes I was away, I was still screaming at my computer about this. So yeah, we, it's we been edited out. Been. Oh. So okay. here, here's the thing. I... Totally agree with the knee warmers thing, except for 65 degrees is really nice out still. It's super I, nice out. I, I think that that rule is real stupid. you got to have a rule somewhere, and, Spencer. Where do you yeah, draw the it's line? Outdated. 59 degrees. What? It's 50. 55. 55? 59. I'll give you 63 degrees. <laughs> I'm willing to change my rules no. down to 63. I, you, see, here's the problem you, with this rule. No, no, you the, are in you are in Florida, and I understand that the <laughs> rule true. is probably set at 65 in that's Florida. But for me and Spencer up here in the Great North Woods, okay, um, okay, true. Pretty much anything okay. 50, 55 above, um, it's spring. Well, um, leg warmers are okay. off, arm warmers are off, hats are gone, gloves are gone. I mean, okay, I will agree with you on this. Okay, that's fine. But the the important part here is you need to have a, a temperature, a rule, because. You need to be able to look at the thermometer and just say, it's knee warmer weather. Because yeah. if you don't have that rule, then you're always going to be like, oh, do I wear it? Do I not? And just wear them if it's below right. your magic temperature. Yeah. Okay. Second, Florian. I don't even know if you guys are done with this email because I was gone for the last five minutes with the, with the neighbor's internet being out. But here's the deal. 
Yeah. Bib knickers, second greatest piece of cycling clothing that you can wear besides bib shorts. Okay, why? why I absolutely why? love bib knickers. It's their best. And Florian's <laughs> okay, from wait, Pensacola. Wait, wait. That's, from that's not, a, that's not an argument. They're the best is not an argument. Because they cover my knees. Best. Yeah. No, I, I, I remember this from our early days of riding, Tim, um, before we were on uh, teams that provided us with matching bibs and jerseys and things. You did have a penchant for showing up on the group rides in these black three-quarter yeah. uh, length biased thermal like <laughs> bib things um and they didn't make sense then and they don't make sense now and yeah i'm 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 kind of with the question asker uh it's bibs and leg warmers yeah yeah totally agree or full thermal tights no. like three quarters doesn't make any sense it's a waste of it's a waste of time and money <laughs> to invest yeah. in it's true. Bib knickers. Yeah, why have that piece of kit when you can just have the two other ones and cover all your bases? Right. Be- Especially in 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 2019, the year of the five, six, seven, eight inch cuff sock. <laughs> there is that real estate doesn't exist anymore. Maybe in the early 2000s when when the cuff height was three inches and everybody mm-hmm. you know had that going on, but uh, this is not the case anymore. It doesn't work in a modern world. Yeah, with with the current sock thing, soon we'll just call normal bibs knickers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But here's here's why you wear bib knickers instead of new warmers is you don't get that weird okay. line underneath your bib short, right where there's the overlap. So it's right. actually it's a little bit better temperature regulation for that like three centimeters of above your knee thigh. <laughs> is that a problem area for you? Uh, you know, I'd, I don't want, like, constriction there. Well, since I'm actually out riding my bike, let's get to that. Let's get to Dirty Kanzer 2020 training. i tell you right oh, okay. now. I'm, I'm going to hot fire. I rode four, 45 miles yesterday. The whole time, okay. I was like, yep, I'm the only one riding right now for Dirty Kanzer training. Guarantee Spencer's wow. not. <laughs> little guy I rode a little now. yesterday. Little guy's let, probably me just, a little. Uh, let me just correct you there, Tim. I Whoa. got invited on a ride yesterday. And I didn't go, but I did get invited and I did seriously consider going and starting the training. Um, I did put it off for yet another week because here yesterday it was a high of, uh, I think, 30 degrees, which is a little chilly. Next weekend's going to be about 45. So that's when the training really starts. Okay. Well, I'm happy that the uh, first step actually started, Svetsa, that you thought of it. You you thought of riding. Mm -hmm. You and I need to have this conversation offline. We can't. We can't have this conversation in front of little guy. That's our competition. But <laughs> that's true. But little guy, tell you know, me I'm, about your training. I well, I, I I did a small amount of riding yesterday, and today I uh, I showed up to a race, did two hot hot warm up laps, and then uh, crashed three fourths of the way through the first lap and landed on a root on my knee, and so that was it for me. So that doesn't really bode well at all for my training. I'm injured. I mean, here's here's the thing, little guy, is you've always had this theory that uh, the one who is going to do the best in the Tour de France is the guy who gets injured sometime in April. Oh, no, you're right. That's just a good point. So maybe I should hope this is worse. Maybe they hope, I should hope my knee swells up during the night and I can't walk right. tomorrow. 
So like this, this actually lines up calendar wise pretty ideally with Dirty Kansas. <laughs> you make a good, but hopefully not true point. I don't really want to be injured. <laughs> yeah. So guys, how about this? Just going to throw this out there. Okay. Dirty Kansas registration, I think is in December. We should probably figure out what it actually is. So yeah. that this, this <laughs> whole, be, whole trash talking thing isn't completely in vain. Well, no, just I mean, to I, add, I want, I want these more blows fire to land for real. Just to add more fire to the horribleness. Do you know how Lifetime Fitness started that brand new gravel race in Arkansas? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I was over on the secret, secret Twitter hangout. Um, and okay. basically it sold out in 13 minutes. <laughs> Whoa, and they had, that's crazy. They had 1,200 starting spots. It sold out in 13 minutes. So just think about how ridiculous Dirty Kansas is going to be. Yeah. You want to put that in crazy perspective? I did a Cat 1, 2, 3 race today, and there were seven starters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think Cross is dead. I think Gravel is our new our new thing. That is... It's ridiculous. So thirteen. <sighs> That many people, sorry, 1,200 people at the Big Sugar. The race hasn't even ever happened. It sold out in 13 yeah. minutes. Dirty Kansas is the race that Thomas Pitcock is talking about doing <laughs> and all these yeah. other pros. So Peter Stanton is like, out I'm not even racing World Tour anymore because I'm going to go pay 130 bucks for zero prize list at Dirty Kansas. Bonkers. Yeah. So, well, we I mean, should get in for sure. We're get, well, yeah, obviously no, we're we in. need to be on this gravy train. Yeah. No, we're in. We we got the connect. We're gonna have the biggest expo area space <laughs> of all time. Oh my god, it's gonna be so big. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be funny. You're gonna go to the expo area this year, and it's gonna be like a lot of dentist ten by tens. Like just oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like wow. Well, we decided to buy an expo space so we could get a free entry into Dirty Kansas. <sighs> It, it will be uh, just a. Uh, it'll be like a trade show uh, for the medical arts. Yeah, yeah. You know, like all kinds of chiropractors and dentists and uh, you know pediatricians and whoever else. It's gonna be, it's, you know, or, bring your bring bring your uh, insurance card is what I'm saying. But get get some work done. Or it's gonna be the old basement level at Interbike, where it was basically the really bad inventions. Right. Like, oh well, this is the this is the highly reflective <laughs> helmet cover. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be good. I like that. This is the uh, the helmet that that expands as you fall. Looks like a regular hat, but <laughs> as you're falling, it balloons out into an airbag. Uh, so much. All right, let's get into actual racing. Why people don't listen to this podcast was the Tabor Tabor World Cup, and uh, of course, Roller Derby had several propositions about this with Eli Iserbite. Iserbait? Iserbait? Say it really quick, and no one can tell. Getting out sprinted by Matthew Vanderpool? Who started in what? The yeah. third or fourth row? What row was he back there? I think he's third. Is that all? Yeah. But it still took a, it took a little while to get to the front. I, I would say How many laps that was did maybe the most. Get up there? Uh, six, I'm going to guess. I can't remember exactly. I wasn't I wasn't running the numbers while I was doing it. I was just enjoying the race. I would say that was the most exciting cross race I've watched in many years. Every week I'm getting a new favorite cross race now. <laughs> I like this 
I like this system for the World Cups because Vanderpool starting in the back made that a crazy good race with with all the other fast guys gunning it and constantly looking back over their shoulder to see yeah. where Vanderpool was <laughs> and trying to stretch that race out as much as they possibly could. But the inevitable happened. <laughs> it did. So I just checked uh, Roller Derby, and it was after the fourth lap that he took the lead. Which okay. really? So was which was eleven to one odds. I don't. I don't, I don't believe that. But okay. <laughs> By the way, before we get to that, little guy, did you go on roller derby this week? I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I forgot. Figured I'm as a much. Dummy. Spencer, I'm a dummy. I got to tell you something about the new roller derby. I don't know if you checked it out, but the new way now where you can, it's way easier to hedge bets. So I had okay. both Matthew Vanderpool taking the lead on first lap and third lap. Okay. But the odds change not instantly, so they change over time. So, you know, if you're, if you're smart, you can go in there and get something when the odds are really long. And then if the yep. odds shorten, you're still going to get paid out when they're long. And it was awesome. Got it's it. kind of like actually going to Vegas when it says the Minnesota Golden Gophers are going to beat Penn State, and it's like 100 to 1. But by the end of it, it's 2 to 1, so you can make a lot more money on roller derby. It was fantastic. Totally check it out. Highly recommend it. Cyclocross season's here. Go to roller derby. It was great. And I'm beating you both, by the way. Well, yeah, I didn't yeah. place any bets, so I'm just at the whatever <laughs> starter number. Well, anyway, so little guy, what yes. else happened at Tabor? I mean, other than a great race, that was it. That's all that happened. Yeah, how was the women's race? And Marie Worst. I didn't. Took I didn't lead. get to see the women's race. And it started won. crazy, crazy early. I didn't get to see it, man. Ah, uh, that race was great. Um, it was Celine uh, Del Carmen Alvarado and Worst off the front, uh, kind of beating each other up all day, and uh, pretty good to watch. Um, Emery versed a little, a uh, little more technically skilled. Took it to her in the last few corners and just railed uh, some muddy uh, off camber turns and uh, got a few bike lengths and that was that. So it was a good race. So and then also racing, if you went over to, uh, I think Trek had it on their website today was the Dave Ave uh, Trophy race, mm-hmm. and uh, Matthew mm-hmm. Vanderpool took the win there over Lauren Sweek, owner of the Slow Ride Podcast, Minnesota Golden Gopher hockey jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. By 40 seconds, and Tim Marillier, 104 down. And then you have Anne-Marie Wurst, Sané Kant, and Alvarado on the women's podium. Yes. That was another good uh, women's race. Um, four up, basically, through the race, all throwing down attacks all day and uh, kind of splitting up there on the last lap with Anne-Marie Wurst on a huge burst of form. Um, yeah. Taking Sané Kant right there on the last like quarter of a lap. It was very good. And then in uh, Switzerland, little guy, you had a C1 at the EKZ uh, series. And I only want to bring that up because David Vanderpool got second. Oh, did he? Nice. That's nice they're breaking up the Vanderpools to get more wins in the family. So which one did like, <laughs> you know, does does the dad have to go to one and then the mom goes to the other? <sighs> I think, unfortunately, that... Uh, it seems like dad is always with Matthew. Um, I think David, unfortunately, is always getting the short end on that one. But well, it's like yeah, last year, maybe mom's pitting for him. It was like last year in the NBA playoffs, the Curry brothers, and then they both played each other, the Trailblazers against the Warriors. And so the parents were 
kind of cheering for both, but you're like, come on, you're both. <laughs> we know who you're really yeah. cheering for. It's crazy to be so as good as David Vanderpool. And I just, it's got to be a weird life to always have your little brother be the greatest cyclist ever. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah. And then, and that leads into the tragic news in the Vanderpool family uh, with the passing of Raymond Poulidor, the grandfather yeah. of uh, Matthew and David Vanderpool. And Spencer, you're talking a little bit in the podcast green room um, yeah. about something you saw on Instagram. Oh, it was so good. If you haven't seen it already, um, it was floating around. Uh, Matthew uh, put up a photo, a side-by-side, kind of a split image where half of it was his face, um, a portrait in black and white, and the other half was Raymond's face. And they, the resemblance is shocking. Uh, it's just a really touching photo. And uh, yeah, worth worth tracking down if you haven't seen it already. Oh, for sure. I did see it when uh, you brought it up and I was like, holy crap, <laughs> they're identical. Uh, very sad uh, passing, but uh, thoughts and everything to the families. And we did have another great weekend of cyclocross racing, but it is not the biggest cyclocross race weekend of the season. That's next week in Minnesota at the state <laughs> cyclocross championships. And our yep. very own biggest guy race of the year only had seven people in the one twos, So, Shoot for a top 10 at the Minnesota State Cross Championship. <laughs> oh, you know it, man. I, well, I looked at that star line today and I said, I'm, I'm aiming for top five. And it, you know, it didn't work out. It doesn't always work out, even with the numbers in your favor. But um, I'll do my best, guys. I'll do my best, it, regardless of field size. So you, it will be small. Training? Like, I mean, in my training, not really. No. Um, I rode my cross bike today and I rode it two weeks ago and I rode it three weeks before that. So do you need some advice but I do, next week? Do I need some advice? Yeah, ride your cross bike at work all week. Practice your dismounts. Run with your bike uh, down Nicollet Avenue. Just, just, just running down the bus lane, <laughs> shouldered. And yeah, you'll be I fine. mean, I don't have to ride the cross bike to get my dismounts in. I already get my dismounts in. I get my standing starts, you know, from the stoplights. Mm-hmm. I... uh I don't go out and run the stairs, but I do, I can run some stairs in some buildings. So, you know, it, it's, it's some cross cross training. It's yeah. a cross so of the cross next, training. The next step, little guy is to stop taking the elevator and start taking the stairs. At oh, work. Uh, I will, no, I will tell you, I have, I have an, an unspoken rule with myself. If, if I can take the stairs, um, any six floors and under, I always take the stairs. Wow. Okay. That's my, impressive. my personal rule to try to, not become a fat old man. My favorite point. thing to no. do was was to park my bike and to see how many deliveries I could just make running through the skyways. I actually well, enjoyed that's that sometimes true. Yeah, no, it's always extremely satisfying when you can, yeah, when you can park on like one corner and you've got you can kind of like hit them all, you know. And for people that don't know, Minneapolis has these things called skyways, which are pretty much gerbil tunnels on the second story of every building. So you don't have to go outside when it's really cold. Yeah. And they're Sometimes horrible they're for great. Uh, the streetscape. But anyways, so yeah. Spencer, anything else yeah. you want to hit before we hit up the preem lap? Um, you know, I think we covered my, uh, my dirty cans of training, um, <laughs> you know, pretty in depth. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, thinking about renewing the old Zwift uh, uh, account. So, you know, things are getting pretty serious. Um, but yeah, I think so I think we're about ready to move on to the... Spencer, do you have a lap. 
burner Strava account? Because I've been looking at your Strava account lately. There hasn't been very many riding, and I'm starting to get a little nervous that the old uh, captain <laughs> is really going to be de- dependent on me in the engine room <laughs> to get us over those hills. Uh, no. So, okay, before we get to this pre lap, we got to talk about this yeah. tandem mountain bike that okay. Davis has got, that, he, that he's going to bring in the van again. Yeah. Yep. I'm the one that's going to have to be on the soft ride beam in the back. Yeah, you're going to be in the comfort seat. Spencer's going to yeah, be up in the front where he's banging around. I mean, guys, I'm not as light as I once used to be. Does that thing have like a weight restriction? It definitely has a weight restriction. Don't worry. Yeah. He's a he's an engineer scientist or something. He's got you. I feel like it probably had around a 200-pound weight limit in uh, the early 90s when it was built. So... <laughs> Well, Tim, that's just, it's just a little extra motivation for you to hit race weight, man. I mean, if the, if the, if the beam is whatever X and you are above X, then like, all right, I'm going to have to put this on the old uh, Facebook soft ride group to see kind of what they think to see if, <laughs> I mean, I'm weighing, I'm under 200 pounds. I got a bit, I got yeah. about 15 pounds away. I'm at 185 on a good day. Yeah, there you go. And I'm well, just, good. I think you're going to be fine. Okay. There's no way there. Look, are you going to ride with us in at the all? engine room? Because I may need you I mean, to carry I'll a backpack start with, you. with all the uh, extra gauze in there. I'm afraid that Spencer's going to crash us and I'm going to bleed out on the side of the Flint Hills <laughs> in Kansas. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, take my blood thinner concern. medication for like a week. So I'm extra thick. I and mean, can really. You both will carry bags. <laughs> one of you carries food and water, and the other one carries, you know, medical supplies. I need blood bags, too. I'm a universal yeah, yeah, donor. Yeah. If anyone can help me out. I'm sure there's a, there's enough riders in this race. Somebody will come by and give if you If something blood. really bad happens uh, to me. I thought. Spencer, <laughs> I am going to haunt you for the rest of your life. Somebody's like, woo, Spencer. I thought, <laughs> I thought for sure a little guy was going to say, it's a bike race. Somebody will have a blood bag. <laughs> Well, that I doubt everyone. You do that the night before. I mean, I, uh, is dirty cans are big enough that the the people are blood doping for it yet? I mean, oh, probably. Yeah. Did you see who wants to come to Dirty Kansas? Like every pro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow, there's well, gonna be a lot of gains and all that. <laughs> Gravel's bound to get ruined by doping controversy at some point. We might as well be there to witness it. I guess. If I was Usada, I would just post up an office at Emporia. <laughs> It totally work. Well, speaking of this, did you see, uh, you guys, that uh, Santama, whatever the heck his name is, that rode for the Vinny team a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Santama Bria or whatever got busted for doing the Italian, like, fixed gear championships. Because um, oh. he he uh, he forgot to mention on his license that he had previously been sanctioned for some doping violations at the Giro uh, a few years ago. Didn't mention that. And then, you know, after he raced i don't actually know how he finished but you know the italian career championships like oh you're out it wasn't the career championship it was some sort of fixed gear crit championships i guess that's the thing the kids are doing these days and then x x world tour dopers oh i shouldn't say world tour he was he was conti tour doper so doping with uh you know deluca and all that so it's it's happening everywhere Is Matthew Vanderpool and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast.
Well, here we are in the pre-lap, and there's something I want to get off my chest right away, and that's got to be that Buckler Embrocation Miracle Wap. The tingle is the miracle. Damn, if, you guys should go check it out. If you got it on your chest, you're doing it wrong, Tim. It's like a vapor rub. BucklerSkincare.com. Get the special elixir. I don't know. It, it's not coming out of a camel back that you guys were talking about last last time. Okay. See, yeah, that's Thank the God. problem. But, that's um, the way it's supposed to come out. It's the best chamois cream I've ever used. Check it out. BucklerSkincare.com. Look for the Miracle Wap. Purchase. John will send it out to you. Handmade in Tallahassee, Florida. So good. That's true. And we are also uh, brought to you this week by Works uh, in the Works HydroShot Power Cleaner. Um, this thing uh, has been getting all kinds of attention all over the cyclocross and mountain bike scene. Uh, I keep seeing more and more people uh, posting that they got them and that they're loving them. And uh, I can't blame them one bit because the HydroShot is pretty rad. It's a battery-powered, portable cleaner uh, that pulls water from any uh, fresh water source. You just drop the little hose into, you know, your bucket of water or a lake or a stream. Swimming pool. uh, Swimming pool. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, hook it up to your garden hose if you're at home. um, And you can just clean your bike. And it, it has the right amount of pressure at 320 PSI to get your your, your gear clean, but not destroy it, which is exactly what, um, most power washers will do. Uh, just way overpowered. They're for, they're for taking the, the, you know, grime off the side of a RV or whatever. (laughs) And that is not what you want to use on your bike, man. Like you've, you know, look, we know our audience. You guys are using your DI too. You guys are using the SRAM, Axis wireless stuff. You don't need to be blasting this with 5,000 PSIs of, of water. Okay. Get the hydro shot. So treat your equipment, right? Friend of the podcast, Matt uh, Watts in North Carolina posted a photo on the uh, slow ride podcast, super fan experience zone. And okay. he even got like the works lawnmower, which is cool, but it's not the hydro shot, which you should be buying. <laughs> But he's got the whole collection. So he got the hydro shot and then a lawnmower. I was like, wow, this is amazing. He's all in. Yeah, no. And that's, that's what's great about the hydro shot is, yeah, is battery. Like, and it's interchangeable with all the other uh, battery powered tools that they make. So, you know, if you got other work stuff, this is a slam dunk. And if you're like me and you probably should own a few tools at this point in your life so you can <laughs> do some things around the house, uh, might be a good uh, a good motivation to get you started, um, you know, because you walk in that Lowe's or whatever, and there's way too many options. And uh, let's just narrow it down to work. So how do you do it? And then you're done. It's pretty easy, Tim. You head to yourcleanbike.com, and when you select your hydro shot and accessories, whatever you want to get, you can use the code CLEANBIKE to get yourself 15% off right then and there. Boom. Awesome. We're also brought to you by our friends, Grimper Brothers. Head on over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee, and you can find out more about Grimper Brothers. Two great blends to support the Wide Angle Podium Network. We have the Hello Cyclocross Friends Espresso Blend, and then we also have mm-hmm. the um, Full Schleck, which is like a light roast. Yeah. So I uh, just talked to Dan the other day on the phone. We're uh, 
cooking up some new some new flavors. So if uh, if you like either of the uh, Psychocross friends or the full Schleck, it's time to pick up a bag because uh, I'm not saying they're going away, but I'm saying they might be limited edition at this point. Uh, Do we have a new blend if you, name yet? No, this is this is the next part that I need to come up with. Uh, so we're working on that. The boys in the lab are working on that pretty hard. And, uh, you know, so if you haven't uh, if you haven't been over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to pick those up, do so. And if they are flavors that you have hated this whole time and you've never bought them because they're terrible, which is crazy, well, then you're in luck because there's going to be some new stuff coming. Awesome. Let's get back to the show. Remember and uh, yeah, enjoy your story podcast. Here we are, guys. We have some listener emails, and then we also have a review. And I think okay. we're going to be doing our very own uh, slow ride podcast top top corner draft corner to help out one of our oh. listeners. So. This is news to me. Oh, man. Okay. All right. But it's also an English-based cycling podcast, so we need to talk about British cycling, too. So, oh, man, it's going to be a super full (laughs) second half of the show. So let's get right into it. it. All righty, boys. I got a sweet review. This one comes to us from Corey Bounds. Virtual Bike Racers Rejoice. Five stars. The first podcast dedicated to all things virtual bike racing. Hope they can make it into a team car for the 2020 World Championship to deliver the coverage this sport deserves. Are there team cars? Am I reading this wrong? Are there team cars at the Virtual Bike Racing World Championships? Uh, Not yet. Probably not. (laughs) There should be. Yeah. There is. We're going to get in it. (laughs) It sounds amazing. Little guy can be on the roof. Yeah, I'll be on the roof. You guys were talking about that. I kind of mm-hmm. do miss people sitting on the roof of the car at Paris Roubaix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be a great view. Yeah, I bet the I bet the mechanics families don't don't miss watching the race on TV <laughs> and being like, "Oh, there's Dad hanging off the roof again as they bump over the cobbles." Eee, a little scary. Guys, we got a fantastic listener email. This one comes to us. Okay. Very anonymous question. Okay. Okay. Dear slow riders, I'm intrigued. I recently started a new job in April, and it's put a real damper in my bike life. I've only been able to do one cyclocross race this season because of weekend work events. I have to travel during the week, sometimes without notice, and it's really eating into my training time. I'm never going to become an elite Cat Three Masters racer if I can't train by time crunch (laughs) cyclist standards. So I'm updating my CV and yep. hitting the bricks. My question to you all, oh, lords of the potty, what jobs should I put in my best job for Cat 3 eliteness top shelf draft corner? What's the best 9 to 5 for an aspiring Cat 3 state champ? Thanks for your expert and not at all life-ruining advice. Uh, this is a good one. Kay. This is a great question, yeah. So um, I, I think we need to do a draft corner. So much advice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Three picks each. Okay. I definitely have three. I, I have three too. 
There's so many options here. And I, I got to say, I don't like the parameter of the nine to five job because I don't think the nine to five job requirement is always going to be best to being the cat three elite <laughs> masters race. I will hundred percent guarantee it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. little but, guy, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta live within some sort of parameters, right? Little guy, you're not on the dirty Kansas team. So you're going third where you're going to finish because Spencer and I are going to go one, two. So technically Spencer will be in front of me, but I'm just going to throw this out now. Spencer, if we're on a tandem, it doesn't count if yeah. you beat me across the line. Oh, oh no, 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 it doesn't. Kidding? I was just Tim, I, I hope you, I just Tim, realized you this dismount right before the line I, and, and pull the bike back sprint. and run past. I just realized that this oh, is why Spencer wants to be the captain. <laughs> it just, it just, Oh, okay. Look, I will find a way to dismount to then beat him across the line. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to do I it. Would love to, I'd love to see it. Okay. So, Spencer, you can go first pick. I'm going to go second. Okay. Little guy, you're All third right. if we even get to you. Yeah. Now, I, let, me, let me just clarify here. We are, select, we are drafting a job <laughs> that this person should apply for yes. so that they can train properly to be an Elite Cat 3 master. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I've got okay, it. What? So, with the top selection... Of this top corner draft corner. Best jobs for an aspiring master's level racer. I am choosing soul cycle instructor. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. That's a good that's one. That's a good one. Oh, man. Get, get your intervals in. Yeah, keep your weight yeah. down. Yeah. You really get to listen to whatever kind of crappy 90s dance music you want to. Oh, man. Highway to the Danger Zone. All this oh good stuff. God. You're going to be inspired. I feel like... They're going to be overtrained. No, little guy, stop <laughs> being practical here. We need to. We also need to do a draft corner, top corner for best cycling playlist as a soul cycle instructor. Yes, that could be <laughs> danger zone. It's a good pick, little guy. You think he'll be overtrained? Yeah, you're going to be. How many classes are you going to teach a day? I mean, I mean, you might be doing too many intervals. If you're a good, you probably only need to teach one or two. You got the following. Okay, I don't know how it works. I've never been in a soul cycle, and I never will be in a soul cycle <laughs> ever. <laughs> Okay, come on. And, and and ironically, you've never been Cat 3 state champion either. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but I probably right. just upgraded to Spencer, fast. that is a so, fantastic yeah. pick. I'm going to go second. I'm going to go with the old classic. And I am the living embodiment of this thought process. You need to be a teacher. Okay. Oh, that's okay. a good one. Go, be a How teacher. Especially oh, if you're like one. as good as a teacher as me and you get that sixth hour prep which is like mm-hmm. right before all the kids go home. So you can actually leave like an hour before them. <laughs> so let me tell you why. First, you get summers off. Why do people yeah. become a teacher? It's not because of the pay. It's because of June, July, and August. And anybody that tells you something different, it's they're lying to you. It's not because of the kids. That is the perfect so, training window so, for cyclocross. So, yes. Number one is definitely teacher because you got three months off. You get all those crazy three day holidays, like Labor Day. You can always take a, a you know, shoulder off. Yeah. The other day off, you get four. And as you guys may remember, this El Super Rookie, Mister Super Rookie, the teacher, come May, it was really good because I got to do all of my research by watching the Juro when the kids were taking standardized tests for an entire week. And it was fantastic. I could kick my feet up on the desk while they're going, Ugh. they're going like A, B, B, 
CD, you know, down the making Christmas trees yeah. on the Scantron. And what was I doing? Watching the Jiro. Teacher. My number one pick. Become a teacher, Mr. Anonymous. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, little guy. Wow. Tim, you are truly an amazing teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, I never won teacher of the year. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You're not in the game anymore. Um, <laughs> but but well, obviously, he, importantly, he was a Cat 3 state champion. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, I alluded to it earlier. Just become a bike carrier, dude. I don't have it to be a one-two anymore because I don't train outside of being a bike carrier. But I think I could. I, I'm in the. I'm with a shot of being a Cat Three state champion. We'll see. We'll find out next week. I'm going to race with the threes, so I might beat them. So you're taking bike carrier. Does that also mean you're ta- like that? Naturally, takes off the table pedicab operator or Jimmy John's delivery rider because that's really no. what a bike carrier is nowadays. I'm not going to say pedicab because that's way too much uh, muscle tension work. Okay. I'm saying uh, Jimmy John's will work. Uh, I don't care what you're delivering, but as long as it's not uh, like always 800 pounds, that's way too much like big gear work. I think if you were doing it right, you'd do periodization. So you'd do pedicab for part of the winter, and then you'd work into maybe some sort of long three-hour situation, route situation, uh-huh. and then you'd move into just doing ASAPs in the weeks leading up to cross season. Okay. That'd be the best way if you could if you could somehow make that happen. I don't know. You'd make that happen. All right, Spencer. All right. Let's go to the Let's top. Get, we got uh, to- uh no 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 no. We always go one way and we cycle back. Every time. You're not changing the rules now, Timmy. It's yeah, my it's not on the again. team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do my you got? My first pick of All the right. second round. Ser- serpentine route. Okay. Security guard. At a oh. really, 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 really quiet office building. Complete really opposite good. way. Good. You train when you're not there. You nap on the job. You get, <laughs> you do not stand up for anything. You sit for everything. Um, yeah, feet up. Feet uh, up. Do you have those glasses just, that have the eyes that are painted on oh, the outside? Totally. So you're like, oh, totally. You are doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. You get in a good ride before work, you get there, you start napping. You take lunch, you you take another nap, and then you ride home and That's, do some intervals. It's not bad. All right. So I'll take my second pick. Um, okay. A long-haul trucker. Um, bring your bike with you, wherever uh, you want. I don't know yeah. about this. Okay. You're, Have you're, you seen long-haul truckers? <laughs> Has there ever been a long-haul trucker <laughs> who's been a bike racer? Ever. Show yeah. me one... One bit of data to back up this strange claim. <laughs> you want to be a long haul trucker. Let me tell you why. You're always going to be waiting <laughs> I, for your turn to get into that loading dock outside of the Publix or whatever, uh, you know, Walmart or whatever you need. Bust out the bike, sure. go for a ride. Oh, oh, what's that? It's a little cold up north. Just get all in the old rig and just head south. And before you know it, you can be hanging out at the Tucson um, shootout ride. Right? You could be like, oh, down down here. Oh, you want to go ride into a national park? Pull that rig over. Take off the bike off the back. Uh-huh. And then you go. It would be amazing. Garrett, definitely become a truck driver. So in in your world, Tim, <laughs> truck drivers get to go wherever they want to go. Yeah, if you're really all good. the time. <laughs> Haven't you seen the movie Convoy? That dude wants to go wherever he wants. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to eat. Out of a gas station uh, for every meal, uh, either. So, do you think the sexually transmitted diseases you're going to get from 
the lot lizard action, you think that's going to influence your, your cycling career? Or you think you'll be able to get over that? The, the antibiotics that come in the, <laughs> uh, in the jiffy bag may help. Yeah. All right, Spencer, what do you got? All right. So for my second pick, this is a little bit abstract guys, but bear with me. You need to be a consultant. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's now, fun, funny you say that because probably most cat three state champion masters are consultants. Yeah. Right. So here's the thing. I can't tell you how to become a consultant because I don't know how you do it. Nobody can. I don't know what they do, but here's what you, you do. You could consult becoming a consultant though, Spencer. That's, you, that's what you do. Uh, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. See, here's the thing. You just need to get a business card printed with your name on it that says consultant underneath and then your phone number, email, whatever, <laughs> and just give it out. And eventually people are going to hire you to do whatever and your days are going to be pretty open. So you're going to have a lot of time to train. It's going to be perfect. You can build your own schedule. It, I do know a lot of consultants. I don't know what they're consulting. I think you're onto something here, Spencer. It's, it's lucrative. The Slow Ride Podcast Consultancy Agency is now open for business. <laughs> if you guys need yes, help, I like it. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, folding back on itself, this serpentine route with my final pick, my third and final pick, the obvious one, the slam dunk, the one I cannot believe no one has chosen yet. Dentist. <laughs> well, yeah. The only downside here is that's like another eight years of school. I don't know if our budding master cyclocross racer has the time for eight years of dental school. Oh, it's the beauty of it, right? So you spend eight years in school. You don't have to have a job. <laughs> you can join the collegiate cycling team. At your you dental get discounts school. on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, we have a 40-year-old... Uh, Cyclocross National uh, Podium member here from the, uh, you know, <laughs> State Dental Academy. Exactly. Didn't know they had a team, <laughs> let alone student clubs. <laughs> they do now. Uh, not bad. With my third and final pick, I had a couple of narrowing this down to, but I really think that this one's going to work out. I think you should become a baker. Here's why. Hmm. You bake okay. early in the morning. Oh. Right? Okay. Super yeah, early. Yeah. Like you're actually baking already right now. Three in the morning. You're baking. <laughs> uh-huh. But you're done at like seven. So then you yeah. go out and go for bike rides. Then you come back and you have some donuts to eat. And you're going to go back to bed. It's going to be fantastic. It's pretty true. It'd be easy to carb load uh, with all the yeah. bread you're baking. Maybe yeah. a little too much, but true. Yeah. There you go. Be a baker. That's that's not as bad as it sounded initially. I thought that was a <laughs> kind of a throwaway pick there for a minute, and uh, you came up with some good reasoning. Yeah, I, know. I have the three best picks so far. What do you got? Uh, I don't know if that's true. Guy? Well, a lot of a lot of opportunities in retail these days. It's one of the most. Uh, it's really growing. It's <laughs> uh-huh. a growing segment in our economy. I think you should work at like a mattress factory because okay. again. Uh, a lot of retail options out there. And when no one's in there, do people go with mattress factories? I don't think they do. You're just taking a nap. You can do demonstrations for people. It's a lot of sitting. It's a lot of resting. <laughs> okay. And I've I got to say, theme. I think, here's what I think. I think you'd sell a lot of beds if when somebody comes in, <laughs> there's two 
There's two or three employees working. I'm using air quotes. And one of them is sound and asleep on a mattress. And it, yeah. you're going to walk around that bed store and you might try out some other mattresses, but you're going to keep well, thinking. You try to drop the, dude the bowling that ball? Is, you drop the bowling the ball guy, on both sides? No, no, no. Wakes no. Up? Think about this. You walk in a mattress store and there's a guy who's supposed to be at work, but he's so passed out to sleep and so comfortable on this mattress. You're going to think, uh-huh. I got to try that mattress. Like, well, that's got to be a really good mattress. This guy isn't even worried about the fact he's going to lose his job. He's so comfortable. No, you're going to sell beds. You're going to get rest. You're going to win Cat 3. Yeah. That is an envious, an envious look. And your tan will be perfect, which is also going to entice them to be like, oh, whatever lifestyle this guy's living, I need I need to buy this mattress. Yeah. <laughs> I see weird tan lines and they'll be like, yeah, that's the life I want to live. <laughs> We left a lot of good job opportunities on the board. I just want to throw some of these out there. Uh, you could always be okay. a ghost tour operator, you know, kind of that overnight shift. I kind of like that idea because then you can always ride during uh-huh. the day. You could also yeah. be a UPS factory worker. Hear me out. When I worked oh. at 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. shift. Oh, man, I was really sprightly when I got off of work at 8 a.m. And that's perfect riding time. Mm. Totally yeah, that's true. Know, maybe. Another, yeah. another one to consider... Uh, writer you could just become an author um yeah. i think you i think you have a lot of free time to ride <laughs> if uh if that was your career so, i was thinking yep. uh you could always be an artist <laughs> uh-huh and then absolutely mm-hmm. obviously the biggest yep, that classic was... that we didn't mention go back to school and be a student again a little bit different than being a dentist because dentists you actually have the degree be a student yes that's true yeah if um, the loans work out right guys, you're golden just absolutely nailed it um, so it's that time of the podcast where we always enter, well, sorry, why don't you pour yourself some tea cause, and eat some crumpets because we're going to British Cycling Corner. The little guy, let me tell you something. Tell me, Tim, how, how, how is the news over in, uh, in, oh, in the UK? Shane Sutton. What a hero mm. of the Isles. It, oh. Talk about news that just got... Brexit off the front pages. <laughs> Shane Sutton, what a wonderful guy. What was the... Uh, Did you guys read the transcripts of this case? Oh, my God. Yeah. Tim, what was the vibe on yeah. the street? Take down the screen. <laughs> yeah. How are the people talking in the pubs? Everywhere people are talking about this. I'm kidding. No yeah. one was talking about this. <laughs> it was like a throwaway mention. On the old BBC that I saw, it wasn't anything that was uh, all over. But, you know, there was a little bit of news about it. He was definitely exasperated that he was yeah. being accused by someone that was on the other side of a privacy screen. So they didn't have to make the accusation eye to eye. Or as Shane Sutton said, man to man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seems like something Shane Sutton would He say. seems like a horrible human being, though. Really bad interview. Yeah, it seems like a real piece of work. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what PR guy thought it would be good for him to stand up and leave the hearing and immediately proceed to just talk to all the journalists outside the hearing do- doors. <laughs> Here's I don't why think there I wasn't left. any PR guys involved in that. <laughs> See, yeah, this is exactly why a consultant is a great position for you to yeah. consider because the opportunities are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Shane, I'm going to be your consultant. Don't talk to anybody. Yeah, ever. Yeah, oh, you just kind of come off as an ass. Yeah, all the time. When he was totally doing the Lance I, Armstrong defense, right? Like, 
just challenging the people against them. Like, where's the test? He's a horrible person. Uh, you know, I'm going to live comfortably on my beachside villa in Spain. I mean, it, it just paints a picture of uh, it's hard to not imagine a world of British cycling where Sutton was just walking around yelling at Freeman. They just, you just look at a picture of Freeman and you can just imagine Saint Shane Sutton just berating him and him just cowering. <laughs> also, like you look at Shane Sutton and you imagine he only gets boners when he's yelling at people. So you imagine he must have yeah, got. That's fair. <laughs> he must have had a huge heart on at that hearing when he got to yell so much. So, well, guys, I have nothing else to add. What I do know nothing. is knee warmers are super important, and I <laughs> stupid want to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head on over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more. Also, like to thank. Buckler Embrocation, head over to bucklerskincare.com to get your very own Wide Angle Podium Miracle Wap chamois cream. Head over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to find out more about our Grimper Brothers relationship with two great blends and works. Power washers are here. Head to yourcleanbike.com and enter promo code cleanbike to save 15% on hands down the best washer for your bike. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.